Um, me and Simmons, senior year. Uh, my thoughts on the white nationalist movement is that it's kind of shocking, but not shocking at the same time. It's, it's shocking to me because as somebody in New Jersey uh, who mostly grew up in like urban areas, like I don't, I've never really like experienced like a situation where there's too many people that are like different from me. And I've never like experienced any type of racism. But at the same time, it's not really shocking because like Pres uh, President Trump is our president. And like people said that they saw this coming and now that it's actually happening, it's not really that shocking. And also things like police violence and discrimination, it just keeps you aware that like it's actually going on in your country. Even though like it doesn't exactly happen to me, I can still see that it's happening. Um, so I was kind of like disappointed that that we're not past this kind of like like these kind of actions because while people are still like entitled to their opinion, they don't have to express it in like a violent and very dramatic way that just attracts a lot of attention because you can't have a you can't have an incorrect opinion because that's just how you go that's just how you how you think things should be done, but there is not necessarily an incorrect way, but a a more appropriate way to 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 tell people or like just express what you believe. You, you just just say it, but you don't have to have an entire like an entire country affected in a violent way, like taking people's lives and things like that, and destroying like historical environments because you believe in one thing and. Not everyone agrees with what you have to say. Let me ask you a question. This is what I was going to ask you off the mic. But now we're, we're mic'd up, Not going to ask you. Racism. Do you think that's a matter of opinion? Like the, that, someone, that someone is entitled to have um, an opinion that suggests that certain people of color are less than themselves? <clears throat> or is that simply something that is wrong, or as the president said, evil, that should be eradicated and no one should have that feeling. Per personally, I believe that everyone is who they are and that we shouldn't argue over like the what it's literally just the color. It's it's literally just the like the amount of like yeah, it's it's just like a, it's just a chemical in your skin that controls the, like a different shade of basically the, all the same color as in your skin and it's kind of cuz it and it's stupid because if we were, if we were all the same color, then this wouldn't happen. But like it's kind of just very like I don't want to say immature because again, there's like no such thing as like a mature version of racism. But um, I think it's kind of like uh, just very like. For lack of a better word, I just want to say immature because like mm -hmm. people are are grown enough to to realize that, and it's it's like it's not like some seek some secret intelligence. It's common knowledge that your skin color is really just based on the amount of chemical you have in your skin called melanin. So I think it's just sad that people are still like stuck on the whole like certain people should be like superior to other people who are. Really just a different shade of skin color. Uh, so my only counter to it is why um, should people, the same way that uh, 
like African Americans fought for their rights in the con- in in this country. Why do people who were born and raised into a a culture that they believe in uh, feel that they aren't entitled to their beliefs? Um, that their culture, for this this instant, is what I was not arguing, but just realizing. Um, their culture, the uh, Robert Lee statue, was getting taken down, and they felt that was um, something that they were prideful over. Why did um, you know everyone feel like they sh- they had a say in how they felt? Um, why did it have to become violent? I wasn't there, and nobody was. Uh, I don't know how it like began the violence, but I think there should have been a better way of expressing each other's like like halves. I think that it's bigger than just everyone saying like, well, the white supremacists are wrong. They should be um like you like eradicated or eliminated completely. I believe that um it's wrong to think that the other protesters saying that that the uh the white supremacists are wrong. I I don't believe that they are wrong either. I just think too many people begin to involve themselves um, through issues of opinions, and uh, they don't really have any, in my opinion, uh, not right. I mean, everyone is entitled to their opinion, but when it become when it comes to someone's opinion, I think that people shouldn't try to persuade anyone into believing a different way. I think. Let me, let me just to clarify: Are you saying just? Are you saying that there is? That everyone is entitled to a kind of belief system. So you're saying that there is that e- that the 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 white supremacists who came to 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 march on the Robert Lee statue being taken down that they they have that right to have those opinions. Is that, uh, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I do. Um, what uh, is like obviously uh, concerning is like how they were how are they uh, mm-hmm. protesting? Mm-hmm. Was it violent? Uh, were they destroying things? Uh, were they really offending like people by what they were saying? I don't know. I wasn't there. But I do believe that there should be a course of action that should be taken by people of fit, like people with power, people of, of officials that should see that this is becoming an issue, and not to not to uh, just say like, oh well, the white supremacists, we can't handle them, like. They're just being violent. We don't know what to do with them, or uh, or people to think that like or like I'm just uh, like if a white supremacist was to say if he was like they shouldn't have been there like maybe they were maybe people were like because the the whole car incident right people getting run over. Um, unfortunately, I got to see the video, and the car is swarmed by people. Yes. I don't know how it got in there. Yeah. I don't know if it drove through like yeah. you know, but. On, like the the matter of the fact was it was swarmed by people, and I'm wrong and I would be wrong in an instance. But if people are like around my car, and who knows? Like it's a long you know you just don't know. It's a long day. I'm sure people are banging on that car, and whether I'm whether the person was a white supremacist or a person driving through and wasn't a white supremacist, if somebody's banging on your car and destroying your car, vandalizing your car. Uh, I would I would get upset with it and certainly that's not what happened though right it was a, I have was no a, idea okay that's not what happened so what happened was that they were do, it was a counter protest mm-hmm. and so a a a white supremacist drove into that crowd 
to cause harm. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that the car was already there. Yeah. It, they knew that the this person in the car who's under custody now drove into that place because he wanted to cause harm to that mm-hmm. protest. Okay. And that's and but that's those escalated uh that escalated to something that I think is just a matter of like mental health yeah. issues. I don't believe that's against white supremacists. I don't get that I don't think that's against uh uh, the other protesters. Yeah, he's okay to talk there. Go ahead. You, your, your brain, I see your brain moving. Can I get an after? Yep. I'll do that. I'll do that. No, that was you. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Um, so something that Tunji said and that uh, Diego also said was that we are all entitled to our opinion. <clears throat> and that's true. And... I think that's what makes the opinion that someone is better than the other just flat out wrong. Because if we're all entitled to our opinion, that puts us all on the same plane. If we all have the right to think something, that means that we're all equal enough to think something. That means that we all have brains that are capable of coming up with our own ideas, with our own values. So when you come to saying that one person, like that one race is better than the other simply because of skin color, it's just, it's just an irrelevant thought. It's not, like it's not, uh, for lack of a better term, like it's just not smart at all because when you say that somebody is better than someone else, like you're not talking about intellect, you're not talking about physical physical use, you're not talking about like how they're able to use their body to accomplish things. You're just saying that you're better than someone else because of like Tunji said, because of a chemical. Mm. And it it's just stupid that people are fighting over things like that. So you so so what you're saying, I think we're we're all talking about the freedom to have your own thoughts. I think what you're saying, right? The freedom to have. I think on top of that, I think what complicates that, I think what you're saying, there's a complication there. Because there's some thoughts, some moral thoughts or immoral thoughts that operate outside of that idea. You have like you like ice cream and you don't like ice cream. We're free to have that thought. I think that the sticking point I think you guys are talking about is this thought that one person is better than the other, A, is just not true, right? Factually not true. But also that line of thinking has caused deaths of many, many people and the enslavement of many, many people. And so that, that's why that particular thought is dangerous. Um, so to say that we all have different opinions, some of it is it's whatever, it's innocuous, but that that line of thinking and that's where it becomes that's where it becomes flat out wrong because right. if the if the thought causes like you said death of many people or the harm of many people like when we say that we all are entitled to our opinions that's as long as we're not caught like our opinion isn't causing harm to other people right if our opinion is just affecting us then it's okay to have that opinion but once that opinion starts affecting other people then it becomes wrong right um and like to add on that i think that and uh how how white nationalists how they how 
they're known for expressing their opinion on on white supremacy and like I I guess you call it color inferiorness or whatever whatever they identify it to be is like adding on to what you said that um I think honestly this is something that 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 people who are in power like Diego saying need to work on and take more action with mm-hmm. is that this was this this kind of this kind of these kind of incidents things like that and the white like the white supremacist opinion was only in the news when it started to kill people or started to uh cause like property damage to public places or or places that people like enjoy uh like their quote unquote their afternoons in or something like that but i think it needs to be addressed earlier than that because because if it's not addressed until the police have to get involved Absolutely. and the people who the police have to control think it's acceptable so and while you're entitled to your opinion you don't need to use your opinion to like to 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 destroy lives and like the things that people like built up like decades long so it's it's just like it's it all comes down to just the way that you express your opinion. Mm-hmm. Have your opinion, it's it's your opinion. We can't like control your opinion. Mm-hmm. But just you don't need to take that opinion out on everybody else who doesn't agree with you. Mm-hmm. Just talk to the people who do agree with you and stay within that circle. Hi, this is Kitta McPherson. I'm a teacher here and interestingly this is a journalism class. Um so, uh, and I'm a journalist, so the notion of censorship and telling people what they can say is abhorrent to me. And um, we do have the First Amendment, which protects us. So, uh, but this is an interesting issue because we're talking about poisonous talk. We're talking about po- uh, talk that, that, that hurts people. I don't think that um, controlling what people think um, is where we want to go with this, though. Um, we have laws that protect people, that, that that demand that people are equal and that people be treated so. And that's, that's the way it is in this country, that we are equal. And, uh, and anyone who says otherwise can think it, but can't act on it. And that's, I think that's a, an important distinction to think about, is um, what people think and what they can do um, are, are different. Hi, my name is Ahmad. Uh, I think that racism, uh, it blends in with, uh, with a thing that blends in with supremacy, because uh, racial is a it's a thought, it's an opinion, um, that you don't like someone else because of how they look, um, and that blends in with with being superior to someone else, or I'm better than you because you're not like me or you don't have what I have, you know? And I don't, I know it wasn't right for how they handled the situation, but it could have been better handled. Like, instead of you going out on a protest and wounding others, you could have simply asked for the statue to be removed and sent to a different area or section of the school. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, oh, you're gonna tear it down now it's like war almost, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, it could have been better handled and uh, yeah. Uh, just real quick, my only, um, my thing in 
that I, I I've agreed with everything that's being said is more of like what is the what are the officials the the people with the power of our of our country who have been trusted with the power of our country doing about it um, and why aren't the uh, as as we're now that we're seeing violence as I agree with Tenji now that we're seeing violence why is everyone reacting to it yeah. why hasn't been why hasn't something been put in place to uh, hear each other out and 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 understand what these people are going through. Their whole entire lives has been devoted to their culture, and uh, whether that's being a racist or just what they believe in, um, why is that being taken away from them? Or why do they have to feel that that's taken away from them? Um, do do I think that it is taking again taken away from? Them? I don't I don't know. But my thing is why why my, my only question in my head that's become of it is why do we have such a ginormous uh like country full of land but we choose to force each other to live with one another mm. you know what i mean where where we are where we, where we believe that well we all have to be equal we all have to love each other i personally know that I don't get along with everyone. Like okay. I don't I don't like everyone and I've been taught that my entire life that you don't have you just don't have to like everyone, but you have to um that you should respect everyone and you should respect that people just won't like you and you won't like them and and that's it. And then you just stay away from one right. another. Those those are two different things, right? Um that's the diff- racism is different than what you're talking about. You're talking about I get along personality-wise with Steve than I do Liam. That's very, very different. And you should, people operate in those ways, right? You only hang out with the people you hang out with. You only go to lunch, you go, you know, go to brunch or whoever you go out with, whatever, and you don't, you don't. Racism is so totally different. Racism is not an opinion. I know we keep saying that. It's not an opinion. It's a system of oppression, right? Right? And so any, anything that supports a system of oppression should be destroyed. Right or wrong, right? Oppression is never good, right? And you mean oppression by like lowering something, like by like that's one thing. Like like, bullying, almost. right? It's Putting than, people it's down. It's bigger than bullying. It's, it's bigger systems of, of of systems of oppression means not just I don't like you. We don't eat curly fries together. Mm-hmm. System of oppression say that because I think that you are lower than me, I'm not giving you a mortgage loan, mm-hmm. and because I don't like you, I'm not giving you a job. And because I don't like you, uh, I'm not giving you the same economic opportunities that I give this guy. And what happens because of that? Then you create generations of disadvantaged people uh-huh. that have, creates communities that are uh, economically strapped. And what, what do people who are economically strapped do? They go and try to get it through some other way. Yeah. So then you get crime, mm-hmm. then you get drugs, then and then, you get... And, then, and I think that's the, that's the difference between saying... What you're saying, which is mm-hmm. like, I don't like X. I don't want to hang out with X. That's totally different. Mm-hmm. But when you add power to it, that's when it becomes destructive. And I think that that pillar needs to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. And any, any opinion that supports oppression should be destroyed. And I think I'm talking a lot, but just want to make this very, very clear. And you all asked a, you asked a very good question about why does it, why does it, why does it, um, being uh, now addressed because it's out in the public, because this may be controversial, but America is built on this kind of oppression. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, when it's something so interwoven into your DNA, you, you see it every day, but it's just so, it's there. 
And I think we needed, in some really perverse way, to see white males, young white males with no hoods doing this, I think becomes it's so in your face that you can't deny it. And the, but the thing that scares me, just really quick, yeah, please. is um, like what is going on now? Like I, I don't like I, I don't disagree with anything mm-hmm. you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's my question is what is being done about it, right. and why, yeah. and know. why is it like coming to the face now? Yeah. Because now I see all over uh, social media is now the 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 you know the counter side yeah. wanting to come back at them. Yep. Like one of the things that I saw was like a picture of someone who was. Uh, uh, um, protesting, yeah. his face blown up, and then his name all over it, and yeah. saying like, "We're gonna get him fired." Yeah. And it's like, it's just like scary, and makes me uncomfortable. And that's why, like, I'm not defending mm-hmm. any of their actions, but I'm defending the people behind, like, yeah. behind them. They still are human beings. I see what you're saying. And yeah. like, that makes sense. And and whether like, that's why I just want to work out. I see like, you're saying. Yeah, in a more humane way. Yeah. Of fighting negativity. With negativity. Exactly. Good Henry. Um, I see what you're saying about like trying to fight it in a humane way. Um, but when the force that you're fighting is inhumane, mm-hmm. like because you see, like Martin Luther King, right? He fought the force in a humane way, peaceful marches, peaceful protests, but what ends up happening to Martin Luther King is he ends up paying for paying the price for being peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, one, that's one thing that also Malcolm X fought Martin Luther King about because Martin Luther King wanted to do it in a humane way, like you're saying. He wanted to. He didn't want to lose the humanity of it. But why is there only one man? Though? That's what I'm asking. Why isn't the government? Uh, who's supposedly supposed to represent a whole country, why aren't they choosing to do it in a humane way? Because I feel like the government... This is going to be controversial. But I think that the government is just sitting back and watching this all play out. I feel like I feel like they're just watching the people... I think that they're just watching the people squirm so that... I don't know. I don't know what... I don't know... Yeah, like, I don't... I understand... The, I understand what's happening. I just don't understand why. But that mentality, in my opinion, it's affected like personally my family members, right? That squirminess that people feel like the world is after them, or that the 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 greater power is after them, causes violence mm-hmm. and like causes this idea that I need to fight out of it. Or I need to fight out of the corner. Why why do people feel that way? Like for me, and this is only my personal experience that. I kind of I'm a more relaxed person. I don't like to get I don't like to get like super violent. I don't like to like feel that I need to fight my way out of it. I like to let things happen. I like to let things like play its way out. Why do people feel that they need to in this case go defend the the reason that they're taking this the the statue down? Mm-hmm. Why do we feel that we need to go put our two cents in? Why can't we just let things play out? And maybe through that the pro the protest going on for their case, and the reasoning that the school is taking the the thing down, there will be an agreement, like like uh, Ahmad has said, that they'll put it somewhere else. Why is it always just like my side versus your side? Why can't it just be like okay, get your yeah. shoes? Because no one because no one. Oh, if you want to say something. I else. think like 
the government like already knows what's happening and I think like the system is like already set. So they want us like to react to everything that goes on and then like wanna blame stuff on us. You know? Like it's not even like always like against like minority and black people, which it mainly is, but like it's also white people as well. So like this incident like it shows like not only like how immature like people are about this topic, like as I said, like it could have been handled in a more humane way and unfortunately it wasn't and it led to a, a life lost and many other wounded, which it didn't have to be. Could have been like a truce, like an agreement. But like I think they're just sitting back like, wow, like are they really just doing this? Like they actually just like play it they just played the corner and did and did what they ex and did what we expecting them to do. Like, you know, I I like Can I ask a question that I'm please? that I'm wondering? Is like yeah. what is everyone's thoughts of, of the other protesters being there? Uh what are the other like what are the thoughts of of uh of I don't I don't know actually what to call the other protesters. The counter-protesters, the counter-protesters to the white supremacists. What are what are the <clears throat> thoughts of them having to be there and defending their thing and 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 like not really letting the supremacists kind of protest. Okay, so I agree with Diego and uh the fact that we should kind of like let things play out because um like he said maybe an agreement could have been reached and if that would have happened there would have been no violence. But like at the same time, so like in a way, I kind of do disagree with the counter protesters for counter protesting in a way because, uh, well, yeah, like I said, it could have been reached peacefully. Can, but I, can I throw out a fact here that needs to be said? Yeah. Understand, uh, you know, I, I believe in free speech. I don't, I don't support what the protesters were saying. I think the statute do, does have to come down. But um, understand that the, the people who want the statue to stay walk through the University of Virginia campus with at torches. night with torches. Mm -hmm. Now that's provocative. Yeah. That's, that's tied to things that are ugly. Lynching. That's tied to lynching. That's tied to the KKK. That's, um, and so if you want to question, you know, why did the counter protesters get involved, that needs to be said. Mm -hmm. That could be a reason. And what they were doing. And in my opinion, like what they were doing was very counterproductive because they're using their free speech to exactly like to put people down. They're using their free speech to take away free speech. How does that like that's not that's not what America's about. And I think going back to the whole thing with reaching a peaceful agreement, and of course that that's always like the end goal, you know, be peaceful, don't you, don't, you don't always have to fight your way out of a situation because that just leads to a loss of whatever you use to fight your way out of it. But it's kind of like if, if you're in a war and one country doesn't want to fight and the other one does, the, the, the country that wants to fight is going to win. Like, we can't just let it, we can't just like sit back and let it play out and say, oh, you know, eventually it'll die over. Because there, there have been white supremacists for hundreds of years. Yes. So if you really, like, using common sense is probably not going to die over 
anytime soon. And even if it does, it'll probably be way too late to fix anything significant. So I think if we really want to, like, it's kind of, and while it's not like the most, you know, morally right, quote unquote, way to, to do things, it it kind of does go back to like kind of fighting fire with fire. Like if you if you want to going, it's just like the best example. If you're if you're in a war, if you want to stop a country from attacking you, you have to defend yourself. Like you you can't just like hide and not do anything because then eventually if they keep trying, they're gonna get in to your walls or whatever it is your protective system, and they're gonna take over. So it kind of goes back to just like fighting fire with fire. If we want to stop the violence, we need to put our, we need to, or at least the government, because they have the power, they need to put their foot down yeah. and, and not, and we, they can't, they can't just keep saying they're sorry for the losses at every press conference after 10 people die at every protest. Like they have to act, they have to do something preventative about the situation. Um. My name is Yanni Lopez. I'm a sophomore. Um, but I, I've been listening to what everyone has to say. And I thought of this earlier. Almost, we want to take down the Robert E. Lee statue because it symbolizes something bad that happened in the past. But to them, that's their idol. He, that's their role model. It's almost as if we had a Martin Luther King statue in the heart of Alabama, white, white people there would want to take it down, but people who idolize Martin Luther King will say, no, this needs to stay here for what he's done. You got to look at it on both sides, though I'm not siding with the white supremacists, and I feel like the, um, the method they use to enforce what they believe in was very wrong. It's, it's, you just got to gotta feel for them as well, because that's... That's their leader, you could say. That's their role model. And, uh, like, the only reason I keep going uh, after it is because I think I, I, I don't agree that anything they did was right, and I think the easier side to defend is, uh, is the uh, opposing protesters. So I'm trying my best to, like, you know, I don't know, say a point. But my, my whole thing about it is that, yes, what they did, did was very wrong. They like they protested at night with with um, with uh, torches, saying derogative things, all that kind of stuff. But when when have words ever meant anything like that? When have words ever hurt me? Right? There's that big saying, right? When has words ever hurt me? Um, and it's it's just a matter of fact that unfortunately that is their culture. Like like the same way that uh, I think um, like the like Puerto Rican parade happens. Uh, that is, a, that is um, unfortunately, their type of parade. They use that there. That is their culture through um, torches, through lynching. I agree that that's just like a very messed up uh, culture, but it's just their history. Um, and I think too many people uh, just get uncomfortable with, like, with the words of people. Like, like I was talking to some other kid, right? Um, who believes like like not everything right? This is a change of a topic, but try to relate it with this: is that not everything tr Donald Trump tweets becomes a law, right? Like too many people react to him tweeting and get very antsy and worried and and skitzy over over him tweeting about something that he 
has his opinion on. But there's so many more steps that have to happen until it becomes a physical change that um, I think this could have been addressed through uh, through just... And I agree with the Tenji. Like, if you let it rock, if you let it play out, that's not the way to handle it. That will that like that. Just ignoring it won't like go away. But for the night, for that, uh, for that event, let that let them have their event, right? Let them have their moment, and then maybe there can be an interaction, right? Maybe there can now maybe through through some of the things that they said or through some of it. Then there can there there can become an agreement, but I think just battling forces with forces is just that's like a war. That is actually like a that is like a battle, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's ever gonna end. Right. I have a question though. If you if you were to go to a white supremacist and ask them why they hate people of color, what whatever reason that they would give you. In my opinion, I don't think it would be valid at all. But why do because Christians believe in Jesus Christ? Christians believe in Jesus Christ because that's what they were born in. But that's different. Than, the, why? The why? Why? Their belief, their belief like affects it's people more like in a, a negative way. Tradition. In a negative Christians, way. But what about Christians believing in gay people? But Christians haven't like. Christians I mean, have. They actually go Christians have, the haven't started a thing. protest and ran over gay people with a car. Hmm. So I, I agree it, with that, it, but that's it's, one it's person. If, that is one but person. It's, but it's not just one. It's the action. It's how that affects, like what happens. And that, like, and next. that, and that one, and that one event describes a ton of history behind it. It's not. That's not like. It's not like that just happened one time. Like throughout our history, throughout the history of America, black people have been oppressed. People of color have been oppressed by white people. People have been killed in. The history of slavery, we've been killed. It's been like, it's segregation. It's a continual, it's something that's that's continuous. And we've dealt with it for so long. And my question is, if we've dealt with this before, why is there such an uprise? After everything we've been through, have we not learned from our past? Have we not learned from what we have done before? Because now this is just gonna con- like this is this will result in the loss of more lives, and that's just the way it's gonna unfold. I totally, I totally get that it's gonna result in more lives lost. I'm trying to figure out like a way to handle it. I look, you forgot. So going back to what Diego said, he said how. Like when have words ever hurt somebody? That that is a saying, but there's also a saying. Uh, was it sticks and stones may break my bones, but your words cannot hurt me. And honestly, it's not true because words do hurt people. And it, so think about it this way: if if words didn't hurt or like affect anyone, then there'd be no point in having public speakers to express their message. Basically, if, if if words didn't didn't affect people at all, then basically everything that Martin Luther King did, every single speech or motivational movement he did, where he talked, was basically all all for nothing. Because if we and it's like it, think about it. If if words, let's say before like a sports game, you guys are hyping each other up with motivational speech. If words can hype somebody up, then they can definitely hurt someone. Because you can if you can encourage someone. You can discourage them. All you have to do 
it said the opposite of what you were just saying. Saying you did a good job, if, it, if someone did a good job on a test, you did a good job. You're, you're encouraging them. All you have to do is say, no, you did a horrible job on this test, don't ever try it again, they're discouraged. So while some people might have a thicker skin and have, not, and have grown to not let like, words get under, get under their skin and get in their head, not everyone is like that. And the unfortunate reality is most people aren't like that. Most people aren't, I don't want to say tough enough because that's, that's a very opinionated word, but not everyone is... Unaffected? Yeah, not everyone, not everyone has, has, has grown on a personal level to not have words affect how they go about their life. Sorry for interrupting your class. I need, I need to borrow Diego for like a quick second. Um, that's a good we only have a couple minutes left and um i want to go to the second part of the question about uh what teenagers responsibility is oh we have i'm told to go over here hold on um we teenagers have a i think we have a very big impact not now but for the future because we're the next generation and that's why schools like St. Benedict's are so good because now we learn how to grow up together, people from all different races. And I think this is very good for the future. So now um, we've, we've learned to live together and racism will um, slowly decrease if we continue like this. There's more hands up. Young people should be What I put was I think young people should be like gay. Well, I don't really, I don't really know what to say, mm-hmm. but I, I just put in a grip of how life works. Like they should have a job and education, and like not just sitting around at their house and having their mother or father or whoever like helping them. Mm-hmm. I guess. So real world experience. Yeah. World, so. Yeah. Um. I said that I think so okay so so one thing that people are always talking about is the future, and while like young young kids, while they technically are like you know uh more of the future than people who are older because you know they've they've had more of a past, I feel like teenagers, especially with everything that teenagers have done so far in this well even just in this decade, has affected the world in more ways than plenty of very wise adults have affected it in like, you know, the past century. So I feel like, like, I feel like we have, I feel like, honestly, I feel like we're the most, we have the most powerful role Mm -hmm. in like, you know, raising awareness and changing what people, how people, or how people go about it. And like some people might say like, you're too young or something like that, or like, oh, teenagers are too young to get involved in, you know, like raising awareness about racism, things like that. But all those, and this is just an example, but all those example or all those cops who shot and killed, you know, young black teens, were like, they're the same age as people who who can uh, who can you know affect uh, the movement in a good way. And the cops didn't think they were too young to like like with Trayvon Martin. So there's just that's just an example, but who the 
the officer who shot Trayvon Martin didn't think he was too young to be involved. Mm. So there's no way that people who are still alive can be too young to be involved to like change something. Well, I have uh, like three things that teenagers should do. So first, uh, they should educate themselves on the event. Uh, this is something that I'm not very good at personally. Like before this class, I really had basically no idea what happened. All I knew is that it was protests and it was white supremacists. So I think t a lot of teenagers don't watch the news. And if you don't really watch the news, I think you should somehow educate yourself on the events. Uh, and also, when it comes to like people experiencing racism like in your own like settings don't react with like violence or anything like that like let's say like you're just out and about and then like some like person comes up to you and calls you the n-word like if you just like hit him in the face or do something like that or act with violence that's only really making the problem worse and i don't really think teenagers should really be getting in on like protests and things like that but I think it's like the little things like that that could happen. I mean, that could help. And also to like broaden your perspective, uh, this isn't in a lot of people's control, but a lot of people in America, they don't really go anywhere. Like, unless you're like, unless like you're of like Dominican heritage or like something like that, for example, like you're not really gonna leave the country and go to a different country unless it's like where your parents are from. And that's not in a lot of people's control, but I think you can like branch out in other ways and meet other people that are different from you. And luckily we can do that just by going to school, but I think people that don't have the opportunity that we have should somehow work in a way where they can meet people of different backgrounds so that way they can have a broader perspective. Well, I believe that we could speak to those that are poor and we could just tell them and help them with the the, the things that they don't have, like for instance, they don't have food or shelter. We could give them at least something to eat, so they could just be happy that they that they know somebody that actually help, that is helping them. For once, because what if they don't know anybody, and the last person they saw that was nice to them was when they were probably really really young, like around four or five years old, and barely can remember. And then when they get older, and you see um, the person with a family right there. You can automatically just help help the person and the family. Just give them something to eat, like um, like a sandwich, or give them water, of course. Absolutely. I think that one of the important one of the important one of the important parts of this discussion is that uh, to acknowledge the fact that teenagers are smarter than adults, and. I'm not saying that because because <laughs> I'm because I'm a teenager. I'm saying that because like just naturally as time of as time continues, knowledge evolves. So we're going to continue to learn more. So with that said, I think that we should be able to educate ourselves on these types of problems so that we can look back at the past study the past, study the history behind it, and then take that, soak it up, and then give out something that's better in the world so that we can learn from those mistakes and change the values that our parents 
established. Uh, our role as a teenager is to break the cycle of, of supremacy. Uh, at our school, we actually display it well because uh, at our school, there are a lot of mixed uh, people like from all around the world, you know, and it's not like we just, oh, since they're from here, we we don't like hang out with them and all. Like, like we actually interact with all of them. You know, we don't just like throw shade at anyone, you know, so like, as a community at our school, we actually do a good job of it. But like, I think we need to raise awareness of it as well, you know. And uh, I think like our generation, like not only with social media and like with all the other tools we have, we can not only break the cycle, but like, we can stand up against racism and like stop it or like make it like slowly decline, you know. Like raising awareness, uh, like. Maybe we can do, like, some social media, like, tweets or, like, some posts or whatever, you know, because, like, it's a lot that has gone unheard over the years about racism and violence. So, like, we need people to hear about it, to, like, wow, this is really what's going on, like, to stop it or, like, make them have a new perspective. Um... What I, how I feel is that, from well, since I was a kid, I've always been taught that to never just watch and let it happen. Just because by bystanding and watching, letting all this happen, you're just as bad. You you're letting this happen in front of your own eyes. Though there's not much a 15 year old can do to to stop this. Any possible way that I could can find and I will find, I will try my best. To at least help resolve the situation, but my goal is by the time I like get my license, I can probably go to one of these these protests. But my real dream is to by the time I'm that age, that all this just goes away as if it was just a bad dream. That's a good dream. Um, my uh, I think these are so important. These kind of conversations. Uh, for teenagers to have because like for me for instance right like I I tried to go through the hard route and and like find an understanding but really like I, I I've agreed with everyone that everyone has said like I think that like what what was done on on uh, in Charlottesville was just completely wrong um, and through this through this conversation now I've uh, like acquired more knowledge of, of the situation I'm uh, and fortunately for the school that I go to, I've uh, heard it from from people who who go through this struggle and who are like relating with the with the races and uh, the cultures who are affected by it. Um, I think through these conversations and through these uh, through the uh, diversity of of like people who you meet by traveling, by going to certain schools, by understanding people, you learn so much more than. Uh, than just staying and and listening to to uh to like to the people who even your parents right like I think just always for the, for anyone who 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 has a question on it or who is who is listening is to always ask that why question don't ever just uh accept what someone has told you go find out the research for yourself um and go find out uh 
what your opinion truly is on it. And, uh, you know, yeah, keep uh, asking those why questions. Good place to end. Thank you so much.